Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven proclaiming, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God. For the accuser of our comrades has been thrown down, and they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This past week, Emily came to get the girls a little bit early from the St. Michael's Day School to take them to their annual checkup. And as I helped Emily load the girls into their car seats, Annie asked that question that I still remember asking when I was a child, do I have to get a shot? Emily was honest. Yes, she said, we're all going to go get our flu shot. We're going to be brave, and I'll even go first. This was no comfort to Annie, and a wellspring of tears and panic quickly came. Now, this was a really hard thing for her dad to watch, to see a child so scared, to know that she would have to be brave, that this was her battle and that I could not save her from it. It was very, very hard for me to watch because what I know is that this is only the beginning, that much harder things await, and that as the years go by, that more and more courage will be needed. Paul Tillich once said, almost every person you meet is fighting a great battle within And life for many is a battle, a place where hard things happen and where showing up with kindness and acceptance and faith often requires a tremendous amount of bravery and persistence. The Bible has always known this to be true, which is one of the reasons you'll find so much battle imagery in Scripture For instance, according to Exodus 15, the Lord is a warrior. Or as the psalmist prays in Psalm 35, Lord, fight those who fight against me. Likewise, Paul, in a letter to young Timothy, will say, I have fought the good fight in reference to his faith and will even tell the Ephesians to put on the full armor of God. Today we celebrate St. Michael's Day, and I think it's a fitting time to remind us that we as a church are named after a warrior, an angel who does battle. As today's reading from Revelation begins, a war broke out in heaven, and Michael and his angels fought. And so here's the question I want us to consider. What battle are we supposed to be fighting? And how is it that we are supposed to fight? 
And today's reading from Revelation has a great nickname for our enemy, the accuser. And we can take today's reading literally or symbolically, but either way, I'm willing to bet that you know this accuser, that you've met the accuser, and that you've had to fight with this accuser. Every person you meet is fighting a great battle within. Against who? The accuser. It could be an inner accuser, a voice inside our head that wants us to believe that we're not worthy enough or holy enough or smart enough. Or maybe it's an outer accuser, a person or symbolic group of people who insist that something about us is wrong. And that we're not fundamentally okay as we are. Or maybe we don't know this accuser directly. We just know the signs of his presence. Criticism, workaholism, judgment, depression, anger, nagging, pointing fingers, a mean spirit. Sometimes the accuser speaks to us. And sadly, at other times, he speaks through us. But I've never met anyone who hasn't had to fight with the accuser. Richard Rohr is an American author, spiritual writer, and Franciscan friar, and this is how he puts it. He writes, we live in a time of primal shame, and we don't seem to know how to escape it. I find very few people who don't feel stupid, inadequate, dirty, unworthy today, even if they won't consciously admit it. When people come to me for counseling or confession, they always ask in one form or another if people knew the things I think, the things I've said, the things I want to do, who would love me? We have all had feelings of radical, foundational unworthiness. I'm sure they take 10,000 forms, but the shame is usually there. And so here's what I'd like to suggest. That the primary enemy we all need to battle in life is this accuser. And by that, I mean any voice of shame that fails to acknowledge the belovedness of every human being. And that, of course, includes you. Now, I do know the objection to what I just said because it's very understandable and predictable. The accuser isn't the problem. Shame's not the problem. The problem is political unrest, family division, depression, systemic injustice, unkind work environments, generational misunderstanding, corporate greed, societal loafers, civil disobedience, etc., etc. We all have our favorite identified patient. To which I can only reply, do any of these things exist in a world where no one is accused and where every human being knows his or her dignity and worth as a child of the Most High God, not to mention the dignity and worth of other people as well. 
Because whatever else this story of Michael's battle versus Satan means, one very clear takeaway for me is that any voice of accusation in our life spoken to us or spoken through us, it is not the voice of God. In fact, there is a reason this voice is called the deceiver of the whole world. It's because all the accuser does is lie, telling us we're not worthy and that other human beings are the problem and that our battle is against each other. But here's the truth. If we can learn to be sensitive and open and sincere, we will start to hear a different voice, a still, small voice. A voice that reminds us that we have already conquered by the blood of the Lamb. It's a voice of forgiveness, a voice of mercy, a voice of grace, a voice of understanding. At times, it's a voice of correction, but it's never a voice of accusation. And so one of the things I'm really present to is that We are all tired of something right now. We're tired of COVID. We're tired of the pandemic. We're tired of wearing masks. We're tired of political tension. We're tired of virtual school. We're tired. And I say this because it's when we're tired and not paying attention that the dragon tends to come out and start deceiving and accusing. And because today is St. Michael's Day, my job is to remind us that our very name, our identity as a church is tied to fighting this accuser. Not with more accusation, not with the weapons of hate, force, blame, and coercion, but with the weapons of love, grace, community, the sacraments, and faith. That's what it means to be the church, to be a community committed to fighting this accuser with grace and mercy and love. And so with all that said, I want to leave you with five very quick things to ponder. Number one, keep fighting. Bravery is a part of life and persistence is 90% of the battle and If that means nothing more than waking up and getting dressed and making a decision to live your life with warmth, kindness, and less accusation, trust me when I say that is more than enough. Number two, don't give in to discouragement. Margaret Thatcher once said, you may have to fight a battle more than once in order to win it. Setback and failure, they are part of life, and so when you mess up, Give yourself lots of grace, learn from it, and keep fighting. Number three, don't forget the enemy. And if you conclude that the enemy is a specific person or a group of people, you are wrong. The enemy is the accuser. And the accuser will often manifest in particular people at times, but the enemy is never a human being made in God's image. The enemy is the spirit of accusation. Number four, don't forget the weapon, the cross of Christ. 
To quote today's reading, they have conquered the accuser by the blood of the lamb. We don't fight with accusation. We fight with love. And number five, don't forget who's fighting with you, the whole community. There is one body and one spirit. And at times, it is very natural to feel like we are alone in our battles. But the truth is, we never are. We are one church, and we're all in this together. So last thing I'll say, if you're a parent or if you have people in your life whom you love, you can empathize with how much pain I felt knowing my little vulnerable daughter, my child whom I love, had to get a shot. She was so scared. It was her battle that day and one of many she'll fight throughout her life. Can you open your heart to the truth that what I felt for Annie is a mere fraction of the love, care, tenderness, and pride that God feels for you and the many battles you face? And do you understand that God is proud of your willingness to show up to your life and to fight? We are St. Michael's, and we are named after a warrior. And so let's keep fighting the only fight that matters, the fight for grace, the fight for meaning, the fight for love. And above all, let's fight as those who have already won, having conquered the accuser by the blood of the Lamb. Amen.